Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Saturday, August the 5th, 2023. It is the 17th Saturday in Ordinary Time. It is also the Feast of St. Mary Major, also known as the Feast of Our Lady of the Snows. Today's reading is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Herod the Tetrarch heard of the reputation of Jesus and said to his servants, This man is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Although he wanted to kill him, he feared the people, for they regarded him as a prophet. But at a birthday celebration for Herod, the daughter of Herodias performed a dance before the guests, and delighted Herod so much that he swore to give her whatever she might ask for. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed because of the oaths and the guests who were present, I'm sorry, the king was distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests who were present, he ordered that it be given, and he had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl, who took it to her mother. His disciples came and took away the corpse and buried him, and they went and told Jesus. So, today we have the feast of the dedication of the Basilica of St. Mary Major in Rome. And it's quite a story, and it's interesting to me that we have this gospel today of John the Baptist's beheading. And I'm trying to think to myself, what is the connection? Definitely, this is not a reading chosen for the feast. It's a reading that just happens to be the next reading uh, as we go through ordinary time. Uh, And I just think of this line... They think Jesus is John because he doesn't know Jesus, but he knows that mighty powers are at work in him. Let's talk about the mighty power at work in the establishment of this feast day. I forget the exact year, but it was in the early 300s. And Christians were just overpowering the empire, really. And Jesus was overpowering the Roman Empire. Constantine was the emperor. And his mother had become a Christian, St. Helena, Helena, Helen, (laughs) however you want to say that. And she asked him to stop all persecution of Christians. There had been a final huge persecution not long before he became emperor. And she had tried to intervene for those people. And finally, now her son was the emperor And he was fighting many battles to fortify the Roman Empire, to drive out enemies. And he had fought a number of battles, and they had won, and there was this one final battle. And his soldiers were very tired and very discouraged. And I think they were outnumbered, and they were wondering if they would even um, win this final battle. So Constantine was beside himself and he was praying to his Roman gods and nothing was seeming to come from that. And he thought to himself, why don't I pray to this God that my mother worships? So he did. He prayed to Jesus. 
And I forget the exact story. There's some great books out there on this. And I did read one of these books not too long ago. But I think Jesus appeared to him in prayer. Somehow the Lord revealed to him, if you dedicate your army, if you dedicate your your battle to me, it wasn't even about the whole empire yet. It was about this one battle. If you dedicate this to me, I promise you victory. And this is about driving out enemies. It's not like he was doing something immoral. This was just him trying to save and fortify his own people. And so he excitedly went and told the soldiers that he had had this encounter in prayer. And he said, there's a new God. His name is Jesus. And we have to dedicate our battles to him and in this final battle. So they all took their helmets that they were wearing and they painted a white cross on each one of the helmets. And this reinvigorated them. And they went into battle. They won the final battle. They fortified the empire and they could finally stop fighting. And so then Constantine became a Christian. He was not yet baptized. That didn't come till later. But he was confirmed in his faith. And many of the soldiers and the other leaders, they became confirmed in the Christian faith. It was finally here that Jesus conquered the Roman Empire. It it took a couple hundred years, but it finally happened. And in 313, Constantine signed the Edict of Milan, saying, and this wasn't far from where the battle was, and it basically said Christianity is now legal. We encourage Christianity. We certainly forbid the persecution of Christians from here on out. It still happened a little bit here and there, but officially speaking, it was forbidden. And so not long after that, after the Christians had been worshiping underground for so long, and perhaps in other places far away they had built some churches, it was decided there would be a church built in the city of Rome to officially recognize Christianity, where the Christians could go and worship together. And they said they wanted to devote this church, dedicate this church to the Mother of God. And this is what became the Basilica of St. Mary Major. So they didn't know where they were going to put it. So they prayed for direction, and everyone was very excited about this. Finally, a church was going to be built with the emperor's approval. So they prayed, dear Lord, please show us, please give us a sign where you want the church to be built. And on August 5th in that year, when it was very hot out, it snowed in the middle of the night on one particular block of the city. (laughs) And there was a family that was, I think, selling that property. But when it snowed, what did they do? They, uh, They gave the property. They donated the property to the church so that this basilica could be built there. And this is why Our Lady is, one of her many titles is Our Lady of the Snows. We believe she made it snow so that... The early Christians would know where their church for first church was to be built, a church in honor of Our Lady, which is so apropos since Our Lady started it all in terms of our salvation. It was her yes that enabled Jesus to come into the world. And so now it's her church that began the legalization and the legal worship in Christianity. God does what he wills. God has a plan and his plan is for the the greater good of everyone. We can still go to that basilica. Many more basilicas have been built since then. It's one of the four major basilicas if you go to visit Rome. And devotion to Our Lady very often is the thing that starts people down the road of Christianity and Catholicism. As our mothers often do, they get us started. And they provide us with that nurturing 
And uh, that direction, that guidance, that teaching, that love that gets us started down a path that's good for us. This is what our mothers do. So God had a plan for, uh, for that church, for that place, for Our Lady in general, for Christianity taking over the Roman Empire. God knew how it was going to be played out. And this was also God's plan for St. John the Baptist. God had a plan. Herod really was confused and cowardly and didn't really know what was going on. John the Baptist, you know, you see right before he died, there was this correspondence between him and Jesus. And although he had strong faith, he was still maybe having his doubts. He, he still needed that final encouragement. So he sent out word to Jesus through his disciples, are you the one who is to come or should we look for someone else? And Jesus responded, well, remember what the Old Testament says, the blind hear, I mean, I'm sorry, the blind see, the deaf hear, the mute speak, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news preached to them. Bless, and he says, blessed are those who find no stumbling block in me. So Jesus reveals, yes, don't take it from my words, take it from the words of Scripture. Scripture said the Messiah would come and that he would do these things. He would bring freedom to captives. There's a general freedom that's occurring here. And Jesus knows that John knows that he himself has done these things. Blessed are those who find no stumbling block in me. That emboldened John. That He didn't tell him, you know, you're going to die. You're going to be a martyr for me, a martyr for our cause. He didn't tell him that. He simply told him, this is what's going on and stay the course and be strong and courageous. And so John was, and then this martyrdom occurred. And it's not a martyrdom that typically happens in this fashion. You know, we, we, when we think of martyrdom, we think of those that are just very clearly killed for the faith. John's was a martyrdom. He was in jail because of his mission that came from the Lord. And yet his actual martyrdom was, you know, because of this party, because of this girl. And yet why was the girl and her mother? So why were they so upset because he had called them out on some moral teachings. And anyway, hopefully these stories fill us with greater confidence. We each have a mission to fulfill in our lives, and it's going to require courage. It's going to require standing up to the craziness of the world around us, standing up for Jesus and for his truth and his moral truths and his laws and belief in him, mostly belief that he is our savior, that he died for us and he rose for us. And uh, Jesus says, blessed are those who find no stumbling block in me. In other words, he will give us the grace that we need. He will give us the strength. He will send his mother to comfort us. And are the martyrs, the angels and the saints go before us. They've trod this path. First, it was Jesus. Then it was all these other martyrs, all these other saints to give us courage, to lay down the path for us so that we could follow, so that we could confidently go forward, knowing that our efforts, you know, despite our efforts, it's still God who does the work, but our efforts will not be in vain. The Lord will reward us, and the Lord has a plan for each of us. Hope everybody has a great day. God bless you.